It's been an unbelievable year in our public schools. In District 186, the school year started fully remote after the last school year ended that way. In January, we moved to a hybrid model with students who chose to be there in classrooms a couple of days a week. Now those students will be going back to classrooms four days a week starting in early April. Springfield School Superintendent Jennifer Gill is live with us this morning to talk about this next big change awaiting our students here in District 26. Superintendent, good morning. Thank you for taking the time. Good morning. Well, uh, let's talk about how and why you made the decision to uh, expand back to classroom learning four days a week for students who have opted to be hybrid this semester. How'd this all come about? You know, we got a new guidance document on uh, March 9th that came out from the Illinois Department of uh, Public Health and the Illinois State Board of Education as a joint guidance to school districts in the state of Illinois. And it did allow us to alter our social distancing. The reason we were in a hybrid model to begin with was because of the six-foot social distancing. And uh, now we can reduce that anywhere from three to six feet of social distance. So it allows us to bring back more students into the classroom. But more importantly, this is a step forward rather than a change. It's what we do is teach kids in the classroom. And most educators are really excited to get back and see kids on a more frequent basis, and this allows us to do so towards the end of the school year. A couple great reasons to do that is, one, it's a big push to get into into the summer months and uh, make sure that we get as much uh, direct instruction in with students as we can. And it also allows us to understand a model of, of how we might return in the fall. You know, we, we've got to take a step forward and, and move ourselves um, back to kind of a normalcy in education, and we're hoping that the pandemic, you know, slows down a little bit over the summer and we can get back into school full time. We've said all along we need to to follow the science, listen to the the public health professionals here. And as you noted, uh, state public health officials and the CDC have talked about this three-foot guideline in schools, particularly uh, for teachers who are fully vaccinated. Do you have any sense as to how many of your teachers have actually been fully vaccinated or expect to be by the time this uh, goes into effect on April 6th? You know, our number is really strong. Uh, The last survey that we did, and we're going to do another survey this week because people have been going, you know, every day now to to finish up their vaccination. When we did the survey, and this has been about three weeks ago now, we were close to a thousand of our of our teachers that completed the survey. We don't think the survey got out to everybody. And we want to make sure that we're pulling not only our teachers in the classroom, but our paraprofessionals and those that work with our students throughout the school building. Um, But we have steadily been able to fill our clinics, get people in. We have people that have now been fully vaccinated with their second shot. And um, we're just moving well. And that is with the the great collaboration of our medical partners in Sangamon County uh, Department of Public Health. We've even done in-school, two in-school clinics at Graham Elementary for our employees. And we have another one coming up on Monday. And then we've been very thankful for the Memorial Medical Center, HSHS, and, of course, the uh, ore building uh, vaccine site has been great for our employees. Do, do you know what percentage of teachers uh, have been fully vaccinated or, or again, expect to be by uh, April 6th? Well, we're well over 50 percent with the thousand that I that I talked about, but we know that it's even higher than that. So I do not have that exact number. It is a medical a record for a person, so they have to disclose that information to us. So we're going to send out another survey. We just talked about it last night. Make sure that we get it out and get a clear understanding 
of how many of our staff have been vaccinated. And teachers who are not vaccinated, you're still recommending the the six-foot separation there, but it would be three feet uh, for students separated from one another, uh, even though uh, a lot of your students are in in their mid to upper teens, 16, 17, 18, in some cases even older students there, and most of them will not be vaccinated. You've got 11 current positive cases among students in the district. Are you concerned those numbers are going to go up when you implement this plan? You know, I, I can't I, I can't know that answer when we're going. I mean, I, I always have a concern of, of anything that we're doing during the pandemic. It's something that I'm walking in a new area just like everybody else. But I do know with this new guidance, uh, getting kids back in school and having them have that direct instruction is also something that I'm directly worried about. I'm worried about the student social emotional, you know, skills. They're missing school. We've got some seniors that are trying to finish up strong. Uh, we've got, you know, kids that are that have been struggling and need that direct support. So that's kind of where we're putting our putting our mind and following our own Illinois Department of Public Health and our own Illinois State Board of Education guidance that says at all costs prioritize getting students back in school. So that's we're trying to get we're trying to figure out how to do that social distancing in a way that can can support teachers and support the students. And masks are still 100 percent mandated. It is another big change, though, in a year that has been nothing like what a, a typical school year would be. And there's just a few weeks left in the semester. Uh, mm-hmm. And you still have a lot of students who are still going to continue to be remote as well. Are there any concerns that kind of changing the dynamic again could create further disruption? This whole pandemic has been a disruptive force. Some of it has taught us some really positive goals and things that we want to look at at the district as we move forward. Others of them have been very frustrated. But instead of talking about change, I'm just thinking of it as a step forward, getting back to our path of of understanding how we can operate in a normal setting. And this does open up and allow 11 more days of direct instruction uh, that would have been asynchronous for these students who are um, in hybrid. This did not go to the school board for a vote, and the school board has been voting mostly on uh, whether or not students were in classrooms and the conditions for that. Why, why was this not done with a school board vote? This is still the same number of students that I have back already, and now they're just coming four days a week. So it's not uh, the original um, proposal that, that was passed by the board said that I had the ability to bring back small groups. And so we brought back the group into hybrid in January. Um, and that is the same number of students and the same exact students that we'll be bringing back four days a week. So it's the same group of students. We're not uh, bringing kids out of remote or, or changing anybody's mode of operation. Springfield School Superintendent Jennifer Gill is live with us here this morning. Uh, have you consulted with the teachers union about this and, and what, what have those talks been like? Well, we are at the table right now. So those talks stay right where they are at the table. Uh, we're doing what we call impact bargaining, uh, which is how does any uh, step forward that we're taking as a district impact uh, the working lives of the teachers. So we're obviously at the table and still in conversation. Had a great meeting last night, actually. Uh, and uh, if you're still at the table, that means there are still some unresolved issues, obviously. Uh, what happens if those issues are not resolved by April 6th? Well, they're logistical, and, you know, we will be able to get the things resolved uh, that, that we need to to get get done at the table, and nothing was you know, we, we were we were having good open conversations about the things that they want to see answers to, and I think we'll be able to provide those.
Superintendent, obviously uh, this is not a typical year at all, and there have been a lot of uh, accommodations made to deal with that fact. Uh, Mm -hmm. Will there be or are there uh, now being put in place any changes in the standards for determining uh, whether students are passing or failing a class as far as graduation standards, things like that? Are you having to make adjustments in that because... We are looking at, I mean, most of our seniors are well under their, well over their graduation requirements and they're ready to move on. We do have some students who have really struggled during this time for a variety of reasons. Uh, so, you know, we are making sure that we look at our graduation requirements. District 186 has traditionally uh, had a lot higher graduation standards than what's required by the state of Illinois to receive a diploma. So at the next board meeting, we are going to talk about graduation uh, requirements. We talked about it a little bit at the last board meeting, and it'll, it'll uh, definitely be on the agenda again on the 5th. I know some districts have uh, you know, altered, uh, again, the standards for determining if a student has failed a class or are making steps to uh, to say, okay, at a certain point, we won't, like last year, we, we won't uh, hold anything against you. Uh, we'll give you a chance to improve your grade, but your grade won't drop after a certain point. Are, are those ideas being discussed in the district? Um, not at this time. We really are. We've, we've all along told students that this school year, your, your schoolwork counts, and you've got to uh, do the work in order to get the credit. Um, it's a little bit different with the seniors, you know, who need to graduate and that they've already gotten all of their credits that they're required to by the state and a majority of the ones required by us. But that's a little different than uh, passing and failing an individual class. Um, we felt like it was very important this year to have students be accountable for their grades and do the best that they can. And I think all teachers have given a lot of grace to students, though, inside that process. So I appreciate that greatly. As you bring students back into classrooms more days a week, and that means you'll have more students in a in a given classroom on a day, uh, are there plans being put in place? Are there uh, criteria and metrics being set up to say, okay, if we do see an increase in cases, if we start to see a surge in infections, uh, of rolling that back, or are you just going to stay with this for the end of the year regardless? Well, we think we'll be fine uh, with the with the way that the cases have been coming in and the way that we see the spread happening in school. We, we feel like we'll be able to finish the year strong. But, hey, I, I know I always follow the health department's lead. So if they tell me that there's a concern in any one school or any one classroom or building, then we will um, act accordingly as we have all school year. And finally, uh, as we try to uh, return to something approaching normal at the end of this school Mm -hmm. year, will we see things like in-person proms or an in-person graduation ceremony this year? You know, we are looking at all the options for graduation, and we're excited about some of the ideas that we're being able to come up with. We're not sure if we'll be able to have an indoor uh, ceremony. Uh, That's kind of still something that the uh, BOS Center has to consider all of the rules and regulations that they have for capacity uh, within within our um, state guidance. So we're going to you know watch that closely. Uh, but we are hoping that we can have something a little different than just the individual sessions that we did last year um, and maybe u- utilizing an outdoor space. So all the ideas are on the table right now, and we're kind of just waiting to see you know what the options are so that we can make the best decision. And, It'll still be on the same day, though. And prom? Um, we have not really discussed prom. That isn't something that, when you envision prom, it's not something that's three to six foot socially distanced at all. Um, and then also our capacities in the spaces where we utilize prom are still restricted. So it is not looking as, 
as um, promising for those types of activities as it is graduation and maybe some honors nights and things like that. Springfield School Superintendent Jennifer Gill, we always appreciate your time. Thank you so much. We'll be talking soon. Thank you, Jim. Appreciate you.